What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Off the Rails, a recovery podcast dedicated to ending the stigma of addiction through open discussion on all things recovery related. Uh, today, the gang's all back together again. Doing our own. Jared and myself. And uh, we got a very special episode today where we're talking all things holidays. Yes. My man, my man Dave is here dressed to impress. Jared Chris, Christmas is all suit on side jobs and is ready to record. <laughs> Fellas, what's happening? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. It's that time of the year. The hard time, I I think, or I thought last year. Yeah. Well, let's well, let's dive think? right into it then. How was how was it for you last year then? I don't remember. Uh, I'm sure we talked about it on an episode. Well, maybe not actually, because we weren't doing uh, episodes then. Started. Yeah, yeah. No. Talked about it with each I other. didn't last year. I didn't put myself in any uncomfortable situations because we we're so fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I avoided. Uh, I avoided it all. So we'll see this year. I don't know what's gonna happen. But I think you just got to make like that exit plan. And if you're not feeling comfortable, then just leave because your sobriety is more important than anything else absolutely my first question will be in the past how have you enjoyed holidays and how has that changed in sobriety are we talking pre like because i had that written down too for a question i was going to say like on the lighter side of things not talking about kind of in the heart of our addiction, but maybe, you know, your holiday memories from when you were younger and stuff like that. Are we talking, are you just talking big picture overall, everything? I was going to go, I got my answer kind of broken down into my head as uh, how I liked them as a kid. Okay. And in my like early twenties, what I thought of the holidays and what I feel about them today. I like it. Who wants to go first? I, I'll go first if you want. I would love that. Sure. Okay. Using Mark's uh, breakdown, uh, <laughs> your breakdown. Uh, as a kid, one of my fondest memories is because I got a pretty big family, right? There was five kids, and um, I always sticks out as like that going to church on Christmas Eve. We we didn't go to church a lot, but we'd always kind of go over the ho- at the holiday time. Um, and just with the big family, I just remember everyone getting, I'm the youngest. So everyone getting ready, my three sisters getting ready and fighting over the bathrooms and shower time and all that. It just being mad chaos and loading up in the minivan and, uh, going, going there and going to church. So like, those are pretty fond memories and we always have meat pie at midnight. And, um, so yeah, it was, uh, uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and then uh i'll keep going i guess and then uh <laughs> yeah I'm yeah i don't know early early like 20s and stuff like that i think like college days and i just really look forward to kind of coming home and and seeing family but seeing seeing friends you grew up with and having those like holiday parties and obviously there was drinking involved and things like that. And it was going to the bar and just kind of like reminiscing fresh out of fresh out of school or whatever. Uh, 
that kind of continued, I think, into like early 20s too, like into the workforce, kind of doing the same kind of thing. It changed a little bit, I guess. And then um I don't know, over the next few years, it was like we'd have Christmas at my sister sometime, sometimes, some years. Uh so it'd be split between Toronto and the Sioux for me. Uh and then I always like worked quite a bit around the holidays uh with my job, like what I did before whenever kids were out of school is when we were busy so we would have clinics hockey clinics one week in camps and then like three on three tournaments so usually uh, uh I'd get some days off but um you know I was pretty busy with with work around the holiday time and uh I don't know my using like when I was drinking heavily I I, I know why like I wasn't huge on necessarily even wanting to spend family time like I kind of lost that uh that fun you know like that pleasure in it I guess um I would rather just be kind of just drinking and I would still drink a lot around everybody but I'd I'm like I like to be alone so I'd look forward to like going home after or whatever and drinking I remember one year oh I got a good pretty good story actually i remember one year at my sister's we went to we went to the church and i was i was hammered and um, <laughs> we go to this church and this this uh priest or whatever minister this lady she just starts going on and talking about like a, abortion and all this stuff it was like just didn't seem like very like holiday kind of time and i don't know what she was trying to tie it into and i got up in the middle of the church and like I was like in the middle of the middle row and I just got up and walked out and left <laughs> and walked home. And I walked home like a snowstorm and like, I don't know, my family. At like, what time? Oh, it was like 1130 at night on Christmas oh. Eve. Yeah. Yeah. It was like the later, it might not have been that late. It might've been like nine or 10. I don't know. One of the like late masses or whatever. Um, what do they call it? Midnight mass? midnight mass but i think they do them like they do them like earlier for like the kids and stuff like i don't remember who was there but um i don't know my family be my family pretty good they all kind of like laughed about it but i don't know if they were embarrassed as well they never really <laughs> said but anyway so that's about and nowadays i don't know i'm enjoying it i like yeah i don't know i like the winter time now i'm enjoying that stuff again uh so that's my ramble for that that was awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, man. Jared, what about yourself, man? You want the mark breakdown? Always. I don't know. When I was a kid, I loved Christmas, obviously. Um, my favorite part about it was my grandma. She lived in a long-term care place, and she was in a wheelchair. So every Christmas, she would come over to our house for and stay there. I remember she'd smoke her darts in the kitchen <laughs> so she didn't have to go outside. Yeah. Um, I don't know. She was like my best friend and that was probably my favorite part of Christmas for sure. But uh, what else? Yeah. I don't know. We always had good dinners. My dad's a great chef. So the food I loved and yeah, being around my cousins, family, I loved it until I was getting older, probably. I, when I started drinking heavily, I'd always go out 
on Christmas Eve downtown to the nightclub, not sleep for like, I don't know, three or four years, five years, like probably 20 to what? Straight. That's a long time. Not sleeping. No, like on five year Christmases in a row. (laughs) So I'd just be in a complete pile on Christmas day. So. I, all I wanted to do usually on Christmas was just get drunk to feel better um, or try to hide drinking from everyone. And yeah, I mean, Christmas is drinking. I didn't, looking back, it sucked because I just piss everyone off, make everyone's time like not good and stress people out. Last year, my first sober Christmas was amazing. Um, and yeah, I want to have Christmas sober every year for the rest of my life with, uh, plenty of children that I hope I have in the future. That's awesome, Jer. Uh, sorry, I just, I just thought of something too, like last year comparatively to the other ones was like sober, but I found myself having more fun with my family as far as like doing games and stuff like that, where I didn't before, like I would just. I know I'd come home here in the wintertime or whatever and just like sit outside and drink beers by myself, like to get away from people, like not want to be in the room. So uh, it's kind of like made that made me think of when you were, when you were talking there. So, yeah, I agree, Dave game. To, like even, even today, like I missed a Christmas dinner. I felt awful. My mom was a little bit upset um, and it kind of put me in a bad mood for the whole day. So stuff like that can mess with me a bit, but as long as everyone's healthy, happy, and spending time with family on Christmas, then I think uh, that's the best thing you can ask for. Well said. Well now, said. Dave, even, oh, sorry, Dave, yeah. even, even now, you, like sometimes I call you and you're always playing games with your parents. Did you used to do that when you were drinking or were you just not involved really no no i never well i play euchre and stuff every once in a while but um no and and if i did it was not very much and i didn't i just do it to appease now i kind of enjoy it like i enjoy spending the time with my parents and playing the cards and stuff like that um and i never really thought it was it was fun before either like uh, i don't know like the drinking usually would make games fun. And at the point towards the end where it's like drinking didn't make anything fun anymore. It was just like, you're just drinking and you're just kind of miserable. And um, so the games weren't any fun because you're miserable. It's just like everything else, right? Like anything else going on in your life. So um, yeah. Sweet. Mark, what about you? I'm glad you asked. Oh. Um yeah, man, growing up, um, I've always, I found Christmas really hard, man. My parents were divorced and there was always like that, like, you got to be here at this time. You got to be there at that time. And like, just kind of like fighting over, over you type thing. So um, it's always something I kind of like, I never really looked forward to Christmas and it kind of got in the way from like certain things I'd want to do. And um, yeah, so Christmas, like. I always struggled with Christmas growing up Then my mom moved away and like, um, you know, I would either leave Cornerbrook and go visit my mom and then I would feel like 
you know, I'd be like, man, I'm missing time with my friends back home, or I'd be at home and I'd be like, I should be with my mom. So I'd always have that like kind of guilt about where I was or what I was doing during Christmas. Uh, university though, like I kind of started to embrace Christmas a bit, like yourself, friends coming home, reminiscing, just out at the bar, getting hammered and, uh, you know, all good times. And then, um, I guess further into my addiction, I, uh, that's kind of stopped happening. And it made me think of a couple years ago, I was, uh, really in the pits of addiction and, um, I remember it was like Tips Eve, which for you guys that don't know, that's the 23rd December. It's where like newfies all get together and drink with their friends and uh, before you spend time with your family. So, Sorry, can you say that word again? Uh, some people call it Tips Eve. Some people call it Tibs Eve. Okay. I always call it Tips Eve. Um, tipsy. Yeah. Tipsy. A little tipsy. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, me, myself and my buddy walked into this bar and like, I'm like full drug and do psychosis at this point. Paranoid as shit. I walk into the bar, look around, look at them. And I'm like, nope. Turned around, walked out, walked home. And I was like, not happening. So like the social side of it just completely ruined for me. Went home, used by myself. So yeah, that kind of ruined it. But you can see that. Yeah. But fellas. This year, I'm really excited. We got Mila's first Christmas, uh, your boy's second uh, sober Christmas. And I'm just like really looking forward to kind of building traditions and seeing her enjoy the holidays, spending time with family, and uh, of course, staying sober. That's awesome. What are uh, some traditions that you've started or that you want to continue on with her? I'm glad you asked. Um, Good question. We have Besides one... making soap. <laughs> no, we don't. Yeah. Soap is a great, that's a fun pastime. But one tradition we do is Sunday morning, uh, myself, Rebecca and Mila, we all do some sort of like physical activity together, whether it be like go for a walk or we'll go to the gym or pretty much anything. And then we go out and we do brunch after. Um, Dave got to take this in when he was here with us. It was pretty fun. And uh, my mom got in town yesterday. So we were able to kind of include her in on the tradition today. And uh, I find that's something on like a weekly basis. We, we come to look forward to and enjoy. Nice. Do you go to the same brunch spot every time? We do called Penny House coffee. It's a good place. Sounds Mm -hmm. sounds awesome. Had a nice grilled cheese there. It was delicious. Yeah. And what about you, man? You have any uh, Christmas traditions with the fam? Do you guys have any traditions Christmas related other than the church? Yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, the meat pie. We used to always do the meat pie. Like I think it's called like torchier, torchier something. I keep laughing but, at meat pie, man. I don't know why. It's uh, it's French. It's a French thing. So we used to always do it like midnight after church, but uh, now we now more now we do it for like dinner instead, just because. It's usually smaller crowds. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do the PJ thing. I don't know if you guys ever did that. Like we do PJs at night on Christmas Eve. You open your PJs. Yeah. Um, so that's one. Yeah. Rebecca's getting us into that. We're starting that this year. Yeah. The match. Like yeah. yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. We typically get the, the guys usually get like either pajama pants. Like they're all like 
kind of matching all the guys in the family and then the girls get whatever or mm-hmm. some years we get the guys get boxers or whatever but what about you jer um well with my parents when i was younger we would always open one get to open one gift christmas eve which that was pretty sweet yeah um and now with Evie, we bake cookies on Christmas Eve and we get matching PJs. But uh, yeah, that's pretty well it. I want to like start like, I don't know, make like a gingerbread house and do that every every year. That'd be cool. Um, just like little stuff like that. Um, we do make ornaments. Nothing too wild. I did. I I would like to get some good traditions in. And uh, Bree actually said that she wants to start going to church. Ooh. So I think that could be good for mental health and spirituality. And um, we're thinking about getting Abby baptized. So I don't know. Whatever works, it uh, I feel like doesn't hurt to try. Yeah. That's pretty well it. I don't think anything else, really. I have a question for you guys. I am here for it. Might be a little quicker one, but uh, are you guys a Christmas music guy? Oh, yeah. Yep, I've had it playing all day, Coffee House Christmas on Spotify. Gets you in the mood? Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I don't mind some Mariah Carey. <laughs> oh, Mariah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. Michael Bublé. Um, yeah, I don't mind two of them singing, singing me some Christmas carols. Man, I'm telling you, check out the playlist on Spotify. Okay. Uh, Coffee House Christmas. It's good. It's like relaxing music. You know that music that just... I don't know if you're like really in like a pumped up mood. It can just like calm you down and just relax your mind and yourself. Yeah. I I found when like I'd go years without really like listening to Christmas music, like not that I'd avoid it, but I just wouldn't put it on or whatever. It didn't, I never felt like Christmas even like happened. Like, you know what I mean? Like I find you appreciate the time of year a lot more when you kind of can relax in the around the house and put the music on. I'm not a huge Christmas music guy, but I do enjoy having it on, though. I don't start listening like October or anything, though. I got a question for you guys. Virgin eggnog, yay or nay? I I would say nay for myself. I was never a big eggnog guy, but... I didn't mind an eggnog white Russian, but... I'll probably stay away from it. I'm super lactose intolerant, so it's not really <laughs> worth it. I I never really liked it. I just drank it to get, you know. Yeah. That made me had a th- that made me think of uh I had to have a thought for you guys too, is like you know, when we talk about holiday times and ways to stay sober, and some people do the mocktails or the non-alcoholics. Do you guys think, and I just thought this today, that perhaps, like I have myself, I haven't been doing like the non-alcoholic beers and stuff. And do you think it would be bad advice for someone? I'm not, it's, this isn't even for me. This is just in general. 
to start doing those for the first time over the holiday season? Do you think that might be like a bad kind of a, yeah. if you, if you have, like, if you, if you, if you usually do them and stuff, like fine, great. Like if that's your, that's your thing. But like, if you've been avoiding um, them this thus far and your sobriety is fine, like maybe not dipping into them over the holidays to kind of deal with um, gatherings and things like that. You know what I mean? And my stance on the the mocktails and all that stuff is just, I don't, I would never tell someone to do that to try to stay sober because I've tried to do it and it never worked. So I just, I'm against it kind of, but I see it works and we've interviewed a lot of people that it has worked for. But I think if you're new in sobriety, I definitely don't uh, encourage it because I don't know if you have like a near beer. Do people drink for the taste or do they drink to get drunk? Like who knows? I know most alcoholics drink to get drunk. So I, was drinking that. I love, I loved having beers, but, but, uh, but did you like it for having, for the effects of it? Or did you actually like the taste? Because I thought I liked the taste of it, but I actually liked the effect. I can assure you when I have a craving for beer, I think I have, I think about the taste of it a lot. Really? Oh, absolutely, man. See, I just think when I have cravings for it, I think of the effect. No, not me. I have like, I I'm both like, I like the effect, but like, like, yeah, the craving of like having one, like in those times where like after hockey, I find like, like those certain times where it just tastes extra delicious mind you i think most people i don't know if you guys were saying like i hated the taste of beer when i first started drinking it like it was fucking gross like i had to have girly drinks and then you kind of get that develop that taste for it and start to like it i guess but i don't know i'm with you jerry but i wonder if like you know because i'm kind of same. like i always would try to like I would try to do a couple of days or a week or whatever it was with not drinking. And I would, I said it before I'd get the non-alcoholic beers, but do you think that doesn't work? Because that was the only way we were trying to get sober. We weren't really adding anything else to it. It was just like, ah, oh, this should work. I'll just have some non-alcoholic beers. But if you have like a good foundation under you, then maybe having those drinks is, is okay. Like just playing like. Yeah. But I think having a good foundation takes time oh yeah absolutely i just yeah. that's what i mean like if you get if you start to get some time in your belt having then having them and if if it's been okay for you to to do it then yeah i don't know i just see both sides of it like if people want to have them and it's working for them then go for it but i i do too but i don't have them. i don't know <laughs> for for me like i just i just don't see it really mark yeah, I see both sides as well. Um, I, I don't like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I can make an argument for both sides, I think. And uh, for me personally, I just don't do it because I'm just happy with where I'm to right now. And um, I don't know if not having a sip of even near beer means staying sober, then I'm with it. Yeah. You know what I'm but I get it too, man. If you can, if you're able to drink them and you enjoy drinking them, then 
then do your thing. Who, who am I to tell you? I can tell you, I don't, I don't really have a craving ever for a near beers. I can tell you that because they weren't, <laughs> no. they weren't really the same taste. But no, I'd rather an ice cold Pepsi diet. Yeah, diet Pepsi. I got some diet Dr. Peppers today. Are they good? I love Dr. Pepper. What do you guys think? This is just a hypothetical question. If someone that's got some sobriety under their belt accidentally has a sip of alcohol at a Christmas party thing, what do you do? Like accidentally, like it was mixed in their drink by accident or like they had one knowing. Or like you grabbed someone else's drink or something. I mean, if it was an accident. What would you do? I would just go home probably. Yeah. I mean, what would I really do? I don't know. In my head, I would like to think that I would just be like, oh, Jesus Christ, it's not my drink and go yeah. on with my life. I mean, I could also see the other side of my brain working and being like, <laughs> flatten that motherfucker and I went <laughs> yeah. on. But, uh, you know, I just, I don't know. do you guys that feel that That happened to my dad in Mexico. Oh, okay. My dad doesn't drink. So he mixed up his, like the other guy had a drink right near his and he drank out of his and it was just a double. Oh, gross. Yeah. So I just, I know like, uh, I'm, that's like one thing I'm so scared of doing. I like always have to double check my drinks and smell them. It's like, it's kind of messed up. Even when I'm getting ordering a drink from like, uh, when we're out for dinner, I like kind of smell it first. Mm -hmm. Cause I know, like I, I, I know I can probably, if I had a sip or something, stop. But I also don't know because it's never happened. Yeah, I wouldn't test it. No, but yeah, like, I kind of with you guys of not knowing what would happen. But I think the main thing is if it does happen to you, I think to not beat yourself up over the fact that you accidentally did it and that like. Like think of yourself as a failure now because you lost your sobriety and shit like that. Like if it was an honest accident, like you didn't lose it to me. And you know, people make mistakes and you get to learn from those mistakes. So how did you mix it up? You know what I'm saying? Tape your fucking name to your drink if you need to. (laughs) How's Bo Payne's book? Really good, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I advise uh, anyone to give that as a Christmas gift. <laughs> From pain to purpose. I went to go buy Matthew Perry's book, and Bree's like, "Don't be buying yourself Christmas stuff or stuff before Christmas." I'm like, uh, "Wow, you got me that book." Good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler. Yeah. Yeah, we um, myself and Rebecca were talking about uh, getting our neighbor a little gift, and we were talking about why you get someone and i was like man in the past probably would have just got her a bottle of wine but now i'm a bit more aware that you know people struggle with alcohol and maybe a bottle of wine is not an appropriate gift a cheese board cheese board good one dave any suggestions i was thinking some soaps easy (laughs) soaps that's such a good point man because that's that's all i used to do i'd go to the lcbo and grab like i don't know six to eight bottles of wine into like <laughs> that's good uh, like, now it'd be, it'd be a bit <laughs> if someone gave them to me 
<laughs> no one half gifts and then drink them. Yeah, yeah. I'd, have, I'd, I'd leave them in my car because I'd be like, I, I wouldn't know for sure who I'm going to give them to, and then I would like when I need it, I'd have it in my car, and then yeah, sometimes I'd end up fucking drinking it. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. I, had a, I had an emergency. Did you add Pepsi to it? Oh yeah, if I was drinking red wine, I was definitely drinking Pepsi with it. But hundred percent. Um, yeah, that's a good point though, man. Because like that's that was such a common gift for coaches too. Like I would get LC, like Tim's and LCBO cards or beer beer store cards. That's all I got. Mm-hmm. Um, which at the time was nice, but I don't know. Yeah, a gift card. A gift card to like Starbucks, something like that. It's always good. Uh, especially if it's thoughtful in the fact that maybe you see your neighbor with a Starbucks and you're like, ooh, they do like Starbucks. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or a cheese board. Or a cheese board. Yeah, can't go cheese, wrong with a God. cheese board. Jared's big on the can go wrong with a cheese board because if I'm like tolerant. <laughs> I am too, but yeah. I'd still eat that cheese board. So would I. Some things are worth <laughs> it. Uh, uh, Dave, what other questions you got for the holidays, buddy? Um, I don't know. Do you guys have any advice for people listening for our holiday time? Uh, Jared already mentioned, like, try yourself and things like that. Uh, or not things like that. He had mentioned that, but I don't know if you want to reiterate anything or... I think uh, setting healthy boundaries is one of the biggest thing. What's an example of some healthy boundaries? A healthy boundary. Um, One example of one that I have set for Christmas time is when you're coming to my house, please don't bring alcohol. That's good. So that's one. Or just... uh, my parents already know the know it, but I don't. I won't go over there when people are drinking. They don't really drink, anyways. Yeah. Um, I mean, in the future, maybe like when I get more comfortable, but still pretty early here. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, and uh, another one is that I am probably gonna go to an AA meeting on Christmas Eve or the night before, so that's a good one. And yeah. Sorry, Jared, I had, a, I had a question for you. Just came yeah. to me. Uh, for you, do you find, because um, I know like you've you've gone out with buddies and stuff like that, and they've been drinking around you and stuff. And do you find it different when it's like out environment versus maybe in your own house or your family's house? Like the, and that's why like you don't want people drinking. It's more like too close to home. Uh, when you're away when you're out you're able to kind of separate or yeah see i feel hypocritical sometimes when like with that because i'll be able to go out with my buddies and so like they won't drink to start but i'll be like you can you can kind of tell that people want to have a drink right so i'm like if you want to have a drink just have a drink i don't care um but yeah like i don't know being around family is just a little bit different i guess i don't i can tolerate my friends drunk but i can't tolerate and i can't even because i won't i'll be around them for like a little bit 
and then I leave. So like, I don't even see the drunk drunk of it. Um, I leave when it gets annoying, but I don't know. That's a hard question to ask. Cause I feel like I'm a hypocrite half the time. Well, I think like for me, it's like you can control that environment when you're out. Cause you can always just leave. But when it's, yeah, you can set a boundary of being like, I'm leaving at this time, no matter what. Yeah. But, but yeah, so I definitely just don't like around the holidays, definitely don't even want to be around booze whatsoever. I just, I don't like the smell of it. I don't like, yeah, I don't know. Well, you, Mark, do you have, uh, um, yeah, I think, uh, it's important to stick to your routine and, uh, it can be very difficult to do throughout the holidays. Um, you know, you got a lot of gatherings and sometimes you'll be getting pressure to say attend those gatherings rather than do the things that make your recovery successful. So, you know, whether it be attend a meeting or exercise or journal, just make sure you're getting, you're staying up on all your tools and uh, remember recovery comes first. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. I like the prep, like how you said, uh, the pressure to attend a gathering. Yeah, there's lots of that's that. Something, that's something big, and that kind of happened to me today. Yeah. but um, So, I mean, you obviously feel terrible when you're not going to go, right? And it eats at you still. But and then when somebody, like, makes you feel guilty or gets upset that you're not going to attend this gathering, it makes you feel even shittier. So I think, I don't know anyone watching that has an alcoholic or a drug addict don't make them feel like crap about not attending something do you guys no you guys must agree oh i no, i do do yeah very fresh being happening to you today i just didn't know yeah but it's uh again use clear communication too yeah I think uh, just following up on, I was kind of going to bring that up too. What Mark said with the staying in your routine and habits, because I, I know for myself in the past, like I'd use the Christmas holidays as an excuse to kind of, oh, it's the holidays. Like I can, you know, in the past was drink whatever because it's the holidays. But even even not even including the drinking part, like I, oh, I can eat like crap because it's the socially acceptable because it's holiday time mm-hmm. and pounds i can do this i can follow to the gym routine mm-hmm. and i think it's like mark says important to kind of stay into that your routines as much as possible because if you fall off like i'm worried if i was to fall off working out for two weeks i'm i know how easy it is to get out of it and i'm i'd be afraid of it being too easy to stay out of the routine than to get back into the routine of working out so um like that's one example working out, but even eating properly, like don't beat yourself up if you have, you know, enjoy some cookies and shit, but like <laughs> maybe don't have like a dozen cookies every day for two weeks. Cause it's Christmas holidays. Right. Like, so yeah. And no, and, and be like, and it's easy to say, Oh, well, I'm going to start fresh. It's going to be my new year's resolution. And you know, we all know how new year's resolutions can go. And it goes a week and a half and you're like, yeah, you know what? I like eating those cookies a whole lot better than, so I don't know. I, I'm just speaking for myself because 
I would do that. Not even at Christmas time, just any, any excuse time kind of, Oh, I'm on vacation. Fuck it. <laughs> I agree. So. Um, Dave's guys- out there working out like Rocky. Dave is putting in the work in the gym, man. Slowly but surely trying. Man, um, do you guys find it nice when you look at, say, New Year's resolutions now? And uh, you can actually think of it to be something besides, like, stop drinking? Dry January? That was one for years. Yeah, I used to try it, like, every January 1st. And it would be... I would fail every January 1st, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> be like 12 o'clock. I'd be like, okay, <laughs> we're done. Yeah, me too. Uh, I, I, did it one I, year. I did it one year for January. Um, it was, I, yeah, it was tough. I think I started like I, second or something, second or third. But. I think I need to set like realistic goals. What kind of goals are we talking about? Let's do this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, I don't know, get in, like, just start slow at them. Right. And when I set goals, I always try and fail because I think I just go way too hard. Like say, Oh, so I want to get back into the gym. Like I've been saying since I got out of rehab, but I haven't. So maybe if I set a goal where I go like start on weekends or something go on weekends and gradually increase it, or just cut down on the smoking instead of quitting cold turkey and just gradually decrease it. So just kind of stuff like that. What uh, what did we learn about setting goals to set smart goals? Is that what it was? Now I got to remember, remember what they stand for. Small, measurable. Small or specific? <laughs> Specific, measurable, achievable. Was measurable one of them? Yep. Reasonable. Realistic. Realistic, close. And timely. Oh, that needs to be one of mine. So when we're setting our goals, let's remember to keep them specific. I can't say that word very well. Measurable, achievable, relevant, and timely. But one says relevant, one says realistic. This one says realistic. Same sort. Be honest with yourself, they say. You know what you are capable of. Mm. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. So, Dave, what are some of your goals for the new year? Um, yeah, I've never been a big New Year's resolution guy necessarily, but um, I, I a couple of things that I want to I want to for this year get into a a meaningful you know career job that I'm enjoying um, but can help me with some stability financially, and then. Um, get into the housing market if it seems appropriate depending on what it looks like but i would like to move into into town so it is a little bit easier for me to socialize and you know maybe meet a special lady it's a little bit tough out here but um you know the housing thing 
uh, I won't beat myself up over because I think it's a it's a bit out of my control because I don't want to get into something at a bad bad time. So it may look like possibly renting for a bit just um, to really wait till it maybe bottoms out if it's going to bottom out a little bit uh, and maybe not have the interest rates keep going up. Uh, those are kind of my two main big ones. I think staying consistent with the gym, eating healthier, uh, small ones, like maybe going to bed a little bit earlier. I've been, I've been kind of getting a bad routine lately of watching some TV before bed, uh, and, uh, start, uh, start a better routine with that. Yeah. That's awesome. Thanks, man. Sweet girls. What about yourself, man? Anything off the top? I already, I already said mine at first. What are they? I like reasonable goals that I can just like progress at, not setting them, uh, setting the bar high right away. So, like I said, getting to the gym like maybe two times a week and just gradually increasing it, hopefully, and just cut down on smoking, not quit cold turkey because. And just decrease it gradually, hopefully. Just like stuff like that, because I always give myself too high of expectations and never meet them and just am disappointed in myself. So um also a goal is to be a more present father, even though I have been, but maybe just stay off my phone. Just put my phone down for the night. That's something I really would like to do. And uh you know, just keep going to meetings, keep doing the podcast, making it every episode or more episodes. And uh, yeah, just keep on trucking. Nothing too crazy. Keep on trucking. Like it. Mark? Dave? Um, yeah, man, mine are. Uh kind of like yourselves, Dave, I want to uh, get into a career in addictions, start working in that field and kind of get my foot in the door. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's like the main one. Um, got some smaller fitness goals I want to achieve. Um, like next year, I want to bike from Lethbridge to Waterton. I thought you were going to say Sault Ste. Marie. No, no. What's no, no. Waterton? Yeah, it's like the national park just south southwest of here. Oh, nice. So it's like 100 and, 120 kilometers or something. So I think it's achievable. And uh, You like, want to bike know, there and back? Maybe just there. <laughs> I'll be happy with that. That's Have Rebecca cool. driving beside you? Yeah, and just like spend the night down there or something. She can meet me down there for all I care. Um, but I think it'd be nice. And... Uh, think i could do it so oh you could do it mm-hmm. yeah you got that so stuff like that so then i could kind of train for it and look forward to it towards the end of the summer and yeah that's a heck of one i might i might add that i gotta look into not <laughs> not that specific one but something yeah, like fly out we could do it together maybe i gotta fly my bike out though I mean, that's okay I'm thinking, like, I, I want to bike look- out there, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm receiving it again. 
You know how many fucking hills, hilly it is in Ontario too, all the way out there. Oh, yeah, from your place to Thunder Bay is, yeah, I'll be terrible. Um, but something like one of those, like you know, those like tough motors they have, or one of like something like that. To like, mm-hmm. I need. I think I might need something like that coming up in the spring to kind of keep me motivated to um, do more cardio. Let's say like the weight's been good, more more discipline on that aspect of working out. So fellas, anything else for our Christmas episode? Oh, this guy, you know, <sighs> not really. No. All right. Well guys. Uh, yeah. We, we, yeah, no, just, uh, happy holidays, everybody. Yeah. Happy Stay holidays, sure. Jason. Stay, Stay strong sure. out there. And on behalf of Off the Rails Recovery, happy holidays. Thank you for listening. And if you're struggling, please reach out and ask for help.